Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Can we be real? Hello, Bagsy. Hey. Hey, uh, Matthew. Hello. If, hello, team. Yep. Uh, if you want to join the close Facebook group as yes. well, just before we get started, just search Can We Be Real on Facebook. Get in, join in the conversation, share your memes. If you can't search it on Facebook, we'll put the link in the bio for you. Hey, I just need to correct something. Uh, we said, well, I said weeks ago when we were talking about Beckham, the documentary series, which I love. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is talk now that there's going to be a follow-up, which is going to be based around Victoria Beckham's life because the first three episodes were about David Beckham mainly, but, you know, Posh chipped in and she was hilarious and everyone loved her and it's like the producers, I guess, realised, oh, hang on, she's really sassy. Yeah. And people love her, and we do. Yeah. And so they're like, we should just do maybe some episodes just about her where David's in the background, and they would be super fun. Mm. I love I, I love her, and I love it. But I said weeks ago um, about their eldest son, Brooklyn Beckham, that he – I was like, I don't know, I think he's a photographer. I think he said he was a photographer, and then he just took some photos and they made a book out of it. Maybe they did one of those office works books that you can do. I don't know, but – and nobody really cared. But mm. it turns out, no. Brooklyn says he's a chef. He's never worked in a kitchen. He's never been to chef school or anything. How like. old is this guy? 24. And he's been a photographer and a chef. And he's married to Nicola Peltz. Yeah. You know, he's, he's packing a lot in, but his parents are like that. I mean, they never stop, mm. those two. So Billionaires. He's come from, and they work hard, and he's, so he's come from a family where you don't sit still. You know, you don't sit around. You get up and you do stuff. Mm. And But also, I mean, his dad actually was... One of the greatest football players of ever. all time, and yeah. his mum is a, a dead Spice set. Girl. She's a 
and a fashion Spice icon. Spice Girl, for crying out yeah. loud. Um, they actually did stuff. I think Brooklyn may be struggling to find his place in the world. So he recently, when someone said, hi, what, what do you do? He said, I'm a chef. Mm. And a lot of people went, what? What do you mean? No, maybe you cook shit, but you, you can't just say you're a chef. Like, chef, chefs are an actual thing. Mm. They're an actual, it's like it's a... They've got hats. They've got hats. <laughs> they got those funny things in cartoons that they put over the food and that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they go to schools and stuff. Like, they're, you know, and in fact, it, I was reminded... <laughs> those funny things they put over the food. <laughs> in the cartoons, you know. Shing. Shing. Um, and also I was reminded that their family is very good friends with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. So it's not like he doesn't. He's a chef. But he's gone, no, no, I'm, I've decided, guys. Uh, I've settled on it. I'm a chef. And is he any particular type of chef? I mean, you've got pastry <sighs> chefs. You've Such got... a great question. He's a chef. And he said, and so then after he said that, of course, he, he, was, he suffered brutal online trolling. And he has said, he told Insider, the um, you know, American show business, whatever it is, website now, probably not a TV show. But he told them when they said to him, God, how do you feel about getting all this negative feedback after you told everyone you're a chef, after you came out as a chef? He goes, to be honest, I'm used to the hate. It doesn't bother me. He's bothered. He's bothered as fuck. Yeah. He said, cooking makes me happy. I've got more important things to worry about than people saying a little bit of rubbish about me. And I get that. But it turns out, through a bit of Googling, I found out that he has had his own cooking show for years called Cooking with Brooklyn. Okay. It's on Facebook. Oh. So <laughs> that's what kind of chef he is. Right. He's a Facebook chef. Yeah. But also, um, a couple of years ago, he's, he's already done his, some, some TV chefing. He's mm-hmm. also a TV chef. Mm-hmm. Here he is on the Today Show, the American Today Show, with Hoda Kotby and Carson Daly. And here's Brooklyn being a chef on there, and you won't believe the dish he's about to cook, but I'll let Hoda talk you through it. Back now, it is 8.52 with Today Food This Morning, social media sensation, and our friend, Brooklyn Craig's Beckham. already eaten half your, your sandwich yeah. already. That's a good sign. The eldest son of Victoria Beckham has always loved to cook, but it was just a few months ago that he started sharing his skills with the world on Instagram. Brooklyn, it's great to have you here. Thanks for having me. So this meal that you're going to make here, this yes. is like a breakfast sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Look at that. That's some bacon, that's Carson. Like, that's, that's like the real bacon. stuff. Right. English bacon. Oh, it's the best the bacon. Stuff. Um, and then when mm. the bacon is cooked, mm-hmm. I put it on a paper towel. Yeah. Dab it a little bit. Oily. Uh Uh-huh. Is this what, and then you have the sausage? Yes, sausage. Sausage. Is that what it it turns out? Um, So you put it in, and then when it's fully cooked all the way around, I slice it in half. Oh, you take the casing? Ah, See what it did? Uh, No, I just slice it. Okay. And cook the inside. Okay, cool. Ah, all right, so let's cook up some eggs. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really like runny eggs. So when I cook them, I always flip it over. I just flip it over, the egg. He doesn't want even want to be there. Well, he, he, I think he's confused, as are we. It turns out <laughs> what is yeah. the dish that he's preparing on the Today Show, on the chef segment of the Today Show. <laughs> it's a bacon and egg roll. It's, a, it's not even a roll, mate. It's a bacon, egg and sausage sandwich. <laughs> yeah, cut in half. On white bread. <laughs> Two pieces of white bread. doesn't even butter them. He puts a piece of bacon, yeah. an egg... And a sausage, but don't let's not forget, he cuts the sausage in half. And then he puts another bit of bread on top, and then he cuts the sandwich in half. But, hey, don't take it from me. Let's listen to the taste test. You got your eggs all cooked oh, up. Why don't we put it together? Eggs. Yes. Yeah. What you got? What so you got? I first put uh-huh. the sausage. Sausage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Assembly. Come on, We're Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at all that meat. No wonder. Yes, no. pork on pork. Come on. Okay. Pork on pork. Yeah, okay. Bacon and then the egg. Okay. Yeah, okay. So it moves over my hammy. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. What about the ketchup? Me right ketchup. Back oh, ketchup. very nice. And the ketchup. That's yeah. a good touch. I don't tell you. Yeah, it actually, oh, it's great. A little sweetness. Okay, hold on. Oh, look, look what he does. I don't normally do that, but like, yeah. it and works. I always like to squish it, it down a little squish bit. Squish it down, he says. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll take a bite. Yeah. Mm, wow. Wow. Oh, my God, Brooklyn. That's, a, that's an easy bite. Come on. Mm. Yum. Brooklyn. Oh, wow, Brooklyn, that was your first time. You did great, honey. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for coming on with us. Thank you yeah. for having me. If you want to try this delicious awesome. recipe, go to today.com slash food. Awesome. Check out Brooklyn's Instagram for more of his cooking videos. Brooklyn, thank you so much. Delicious, man. Oh, my God. He didn't how, even speak. How desperate are they to get his parents on that show? Yeah. How Let's desperate. Let's just this guy's asshole. Oh, Brooklyn, you did so good, buddy. But he just said yes. It, yep, he was completely he lost. Cut it, yeah, cut it in half. And he, and he, he, gets, he gets into flipping his egg and he forgets to talk. So they're going, okay, what, what are you doing now? Okay, honey, you're going to flip it? Okay, you're going to oh. put it on. The, mm, oh, pork on pork. Mm, oh, wow, yeah. okay. How annoying are those hosts? Well, they're just trying to fill the TV show up because yeah, this but... monkey thinks he's, ma- he's making sandwiches. But he's busy doing he's the sandwiches. very busy making a sandwich. Does, he doesn't want to be there. I think he really Who's wants to be there. Who's given him this idea of being the chef? Has well, he come up with that or has someone said to him, you should be a chef? Yeah. And then he's doing it going... I, I think maybe he. Chef. I think maybe he likes to make a sandwich at home, and maybe similarly to that, maybe his mum goes, "Good boy, Brooklyn. You should be a chef. Mm, you're such something. a good boy. You know. Yeah, he's got me. What else he got? If else? you were him, yeah. and your parents were Beckham, I'm trying to imagine being Brooklyn Beckham right now. I would just be like, you know what I'm going to do? <sighs> just I'm just going to be be me. Yeah, but just be rich and fucking not try. I think it's hard because that hard. I think people just ask you all the time, "What are you up to?" Are you up to Brooklyn? And just say nothing. <laughs> just say nothing. Wouldn't guys. that be freeing? A, you know what? What are your? Who are your parents? And they go, Oh, Kevin and Steve. Yeah, right? and Mary so, and Tubby. Yeah, right. So you're like, well, Who cares? Yeah. But my parents are the Beckhams. I do nothing. I just be me. What are you doing? I'm just this. Yeah, just being. Just doing this. Brooklyn. Yeah. Get up in the morning when I want. Put on whatever I want. Wander around with me hot misses. Yeah. Yep, uh, and then go to bed when I'm tired of it. Yeah. I guess it gets boring, though. <laughs> it gets boring after a while. You've got to come up well, with something. I mean, if it, then I might go on a jet ski for a bit. Get off it. Go to bed. It would be so hard. Do you ever think about this for your kids? What? <laughs> well, you've had a very, you know, storied career. Oh, haven't I? Yeah, no, they're going to have to get jobs. I mean, we're not in the Beckham... Yeah, no, they're going to have to get jobs. <laughs> in fact, next year. Oh, are, I'm they looking... starting, are they starting work next yeah, year? Yeah, they're like, excited Macca, about it. Macca's jobs kind Macca's, of thing. Uh, are they? Quite, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where you want them to start. They're excited about it, yeah. In the process, like yeah. which part of the process do you think they're going to be in? drive through Oh, look, like, I think drive through would be a lot of pressure for Louis in particular. I don't think he'd cope well with, that, with the boo, 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 I don't think he would like no. drive through I think he could do kids' parties. Oh, no. No? Louis would not like kids' parties, no. He'd be like, With stack, the your own, cake. stack your own fucking boxes. He's just not really into, <laughs> he's not into entertaining other people. Okay, yeah, righto. It doesn't take after me in that regard. Yeah. Darley Wood, she'd be great yeah. at that. How old are they? 14? Yeah, they've told me. I can't remember what it is. 14 in some months. I can't remember how 14, many months it is. Months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know it's next year. They're excited. Wow. <gasps> you know, how cute. Mm. I remember my job. Yeah, Brooklyn needs to like just get a little couple of shifts at at a checkout or something. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine that? Going through boop, Big W. Boop, yeah. Boop, and just have your work friends just, you know, going, hi, Kylie. You know, hi, hi Zoe. Oh, hi, Brooklyn. Price check. 
Yeah, price check. Oh, this doesn't have a tag on it. This isn't in the system. There's no PKU or whatever it is, you know, the code. And, oh, Brooklyn's, you, oh, you're funny. He's so funny, Brooklyn. God, he's funny, isn't yeah. he? Oh, I love it. I love it. Are you on Thursday, Brooklyn? Great. Me too. Bye. Be more simple. Is this what you're saying? I don't think Brooklyn could be any more simple, if I'm honest. <laughs> Secrets and sparkles. If you have a secret and you want to share it, you know what to do. Go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page. Secret number one. Hi, guys. I started listening to your podcast just last week and I have been binge listening to every single episode and absolutely love it. Um, My secret is really hard to talk about, um, but I suffer from a condition called trichotillomania. Um, This has been going on for just under a year and after research I found out that's what it's called it means that I pull my own hair out without even realising I have just purchased my own first wig to cover up the bald patches Oh, yes I had I had a friend at school in primary school who had this mm. really badly mm. yeah she she like there were times when she had hardly any hair on her head and she was a oh, little really? girl at yeah. what age like seven eight Wow. Yeah, it's a, ner- a nervous condition. And actually, it's it's really common. Most people don't have it to the extent that they end up with ball patches, but it's it's actually pretty common. Just to pull your hair out. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be look like you're yanking it out. Like I think Just even... bits and pieces? Yeah, I think even I have it to an extent where I play with my hair a lot. Right, a bit to fall out. Yeah, and so mm. I'm, you know, I can be snapping off. If my hair's... I've been through phases where my hair's in really poor condition mm. and... I play with it. I guess it's a comfort thing for me. I always have played with my hair mm. um, and I have to really stop myself doing it. I guess this is an extension. This is an extreme version of that. Yeah, coming if you need to, to wear a wig. Yeah, yeah. So, look, like with all of these things, um, it is a, it's a nervous condition. It's an emotional thing. Mm. So there is help for it. it again, I say all the time, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a counselling issue. It's about... It's, it's not a about fi- hair, it's about Yeah, it's a physical else. manifestation of, of, of an emotional thing where you're mm. seeking comfort or... Oh, yeah, it's one of those funny things, but I, I've just Googled it too. Pulling hair out temporarily releases tension, it says, giving a feeling of relief. You may find that stress triggers your hair pulling or you may do it to feel relaxed. So I, yeah, definitely do it when I'm relaxing. As I say, I'm not pulling at my hair, mm. but I know it results in hair loss. I used to love, uh, and you, you're a follower of the Pimple Popper, Dr. Pimple Popper. <gasps> love Dr. Pimple Popper. I, once I started growing a beard, yeah. I, the, the hair on your chin when you've got a beard is really coarse. Like yeah. it's it's been shaved and shaved and shaved and shaved so that the hair is really thick and the root is really thick. Yeah. And I would get tweezers and just pull out uh, beard hair Ooh, on my chin ow, just so that I could see the roots. I love seeing how – and if I pull one out for you right now, I can't do it, but, like, you're going to have tweezers. Mm. But you can see just how – you can just see the little hole where it's come out of Ooh. and you can see the, the how, like, the, the little bulb of the hair follicle because mm. it's so strong. Ow. I love it. Does it hurt? It's like – no, well, it, it's a little bit, you know, yeah. a bit a of pinch. a sting. It's got that Dr. Pimple Popper yeah. process of just like being able to see something come out of you. Wow. You know, which I don't think is the same thing here. Well, but I don't know. I mean, relaxing. I know that some people pull out um, eyelashes. Oh, yep. That's a common, I think that would be fall under the same heading as this, trichotillomania. Also, you know, some people pick their skin. Yes. Compulsively. I think that would be a similar thing. Yeah, or eczema. 
like scratching at your yeah. skin? Is that is that in a similar zone? I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Any time you're picking at yourself. Yes. I, I Biting your nails. I bit my nails terribly as a kid. Did you? Yes. Oh, they bleed and yeah. And that's from anxiety. When yeah. you're like, because that's a nervous like you're biting because yeah. you're trying to yeah. Yeah. And I can still do that a bit, actually. Yeah, here we go. Treatment options include counselling and medication, such mm. as antidepressants. Okay. That's Google saying that. So I'm I'm not a doctor and neither is Google. But, mm. yeah, I think it's definitely worth um, talking to your GP about in the first instance. Mm. Uh, how do you file I'm the... I'm wondering about that. Be careful. I'm going to file that under be careful yeah. because it's definitely related to... Your emotional well-being, and mm. if and if you're saying you're just about or you've just bought your first wig, that says to me that it must be quite bad right now. Mm. Maybe it's worse than it's ever been before. Mm. You know. So yeah. I imagine that would be painful too. Like it'd be raw. The skin well, would be quite raw. Yeah, there. I don't know. As I say, maybe it's it's a process. This little girl that I went to school with, her scalp, and I I could see her scalp. Everyone could see her scalp. It was never raw. It was soft and bald. I remember just asking mum eventually, just one, you know, when you're really little, you just accept everyone as they as they come sort of thing. And But I remember saying to mum eventually, hey, why is, you know, why is her hair like that? Yeah. She had little wispy bits of hair. Mm. And she explained it to me. She goes, oh, she pulls her hair out. Mm. Tricker? Trichotillomania. Trichotillomania. First time I've ever heard of that. Yeah, I think it might be the first time I've heard the name of it, actually. Mm. Uh, this is secret number two. My wife and I have been married for 16 years and about four years ago. We decided to bring another person into the relationship, a man, for threesome. Um, My wife was the total focus. There was no male-to-male action. And the whole thing was really good. I found it very horny watching my wife being fucked by another man. But then emotions crept into it after five or six months and we decided to call it quits. And everything was good. But the thing is, my wife has continued to see this guy about once every three, four weeks. She sneaks out on some guys to see a friend or something like that, but I know where she's going and I know who she's meeting. I don't stalk her, I just know what she's doing, but I don't really mind it because I find the whole thing very horny and when she comes home from these meetings, we just have the best sex, it's amazing. (laughs) I don't know where this is going, I don't know whether we should bring the guy back into our home for threesome relationship or just let it run. I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, well. Get, get, get us involved. Yeah. What do we think? I think we should come around. I think, think? Um, look, I think it's sort of hard to tell from this distance. I think, yeah. uh, no, I think um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You guys sound to me like. Open-minded. You're pretty connected. You're yeah. pretty open-minded. Yeah. I think you guys know when it's time to change things up. Sure do. Right. And mm. you've so, been pretty successful so far. And I think that while while this little funny little cat and mouse game that you're playing is working for you, mm. continue to play it and you will know when it's time to change gears. When this gets a little bit samey, a little bit old hat, mm. then you'll be able to say to your missus, what do you reckon ever happened to Clive? Mm. wonder what ever happened to that guy. Do you remember him, Sal? She'll go, ah, scratch her head, bit of a <laughs> pantomime. We'll, we'll go on. She'll go, nah, Clive, Clive, Clive rings about. Oh, you mean that guy we used to fuck? Um, <laughs> geez, I don't know. I don't know if I remember. I don't know if I'll see if I can dig his number out. Yeah. You know, go through all that. Totally. Bit of fun, bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you'll know when is what I'm saying. So yeah. what I'm saying is don't, don't rush it. Enjoy every phase of the game. Oh, 
for what it is. Yeah. I love you guys. Totally. Oh, bloody how, uh, how, muzzle toff. Well, how uh, common is it? Um, let's go back to the brothel days. Well. How common was it for someone to want to watch their partner? Not very at all. Not very at all. No. Right. That's not because you hear about that, right? Like you hear about. Yeah, you the, do. Uh, well, not in a brothel. Not in a brothel context. Situation. So I didn't see it much. Yes. But the one thing that I did, like, witness from downstairs, but that that did gross me out, grossed us all out a bit, was this guy who brought his nephew in to see a girl, and he sat in the room and watched. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. That's very in the and, family. Uh, and it gets worse. So when my I had to buzz the rooms five minutes before the end of the booking and mm. I'd go, thank you. There's a little, there was an intercom in every room. Mm. And so that was the, it was a moment for the girl and I to communicate with, with each other, for me to let her know your time's up basically. It's time mm. to wrap it up. Mm. And for her to say back to me, thank you, that I knew she was fine. She'd heard me. She knew so is this just a speaker? Just the speaker yes. just goes, thank you. And you're like, what the hell? That's yes. Yeah, but right. the, pur- the real purpose that it served was, again, to give us a moment. So uh, when she would go to start the booking, so when the guy comes into the brothel, he's chosen the girl. They've gone, yeah, we're going to do it. Um, she'd go and put him in the room. Mm. She'd say, just jump in the shower, Dale. The cleaner you are, the dirtier I get. Blah, some bullshit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have a good scrub. And I'll come back in a minute. So he'd be in the shower. She'd come downstairs. She'd grab her towels and condoms and she'd go back up. So that's when the time starts. So she would buzz me from up there and she'd go, room two, starting now. I'd go, thank you, Polly, whatever. Yeah. And I'd mark that in my book, my diary. And then I knew, okay, so 25 minutes from now and a half hour booking, I have to buzz her. So you, if you get it, like your iPhone on, on like reminder or something yeah, like that. Yeah, however, we all have, have our own ways of knowing. Stop, you had stopwatches going in there. Oh, or? mate, when it was busy, it was like it was a lot of responsibility because if you left a girl up there <laughs> too, too, long, too long and she wasn't watching her angry. own time, oh, my Christ, they'd yeah. fucking go right off. Of course. Because it is your responsibility to do it. So, but, but, but these are the two moments that you have, the opportunities you have to kind of communicate with each other to let each other know everything's okay up there. So when she goes back in there, and she buzzes and goes, okay, starting. She's sort of letting me know he's he's okay. He's mm. he's ready for the booking. I'm happy for this to go ahead sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's not doing anything weird mm-hmm. or he's fine. Mm-hmm. And then 25 minutes later when I go, thank you, and I keep my finger down for a second and I wait for her to go, thank you, I know she's fine. I can tell by the tone of her voice. She's heard me, da-da-da. And sometimes you hear funny things in that second. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'd hear them go, thank you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Or I'd hear them laughing. You yeah. know, great t- Sometimes I'd go, thank you, and I'd just hear them laughing and laughing or chatting. Or, yeah. Or the guy would be funny. He'd go, thank you, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or, or sometimes I'd hear the guy go, oh, what, 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 what the what, fuck's that? Or whatever. Yeah, funny. What, what an experience. Yeah, funny. Especially when you're hearing that first scenario where you're hearing all the panting and breathing. I'd be like, oh, fucking oh, geez. Well, that's just, you know, that's Yeah, I, I understand. So you get used to all of these things. The main yeah. thing is I just want to know that she's okay and everyone's totally. happy. But this time when the guy was in there with his nephew, yeah. oh, I'll never forget it, I pushed my finger down at the 25-minute mark and I go, thank you, and I could hear the uncle must have been sitting right next to the intercom and I could hear him going, get into it, get into it, get into it. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, Get into it. Oh, this guy. It's his uncle. Yeah. Weird uncles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why are they always so weird? Oh, God. Of all the things, you know. Get into it. 
nothing. And the I remember the girl said, "Yeah, like no, there was nothing. Nothing happened. Like it's just yeah, pretty but standard. Just weird. But it was just the psychology of it. Yeah, it and that's sticking like, with that kid forever. Okay, but yeah, totally. So fucked up. Oh. Yeah. So, and he only works out later that that was a weird scenario. So like he right. says to someone, he goes, oh, well, my uncle took me to that. And then someone goes, well, what? What? <laughs> Hang on. What? Yeah. And he goes, it, didn't everyone's yeah, uncle? Yeah, I know, no? right? Oh. Oh. Fucking Jesus. Oh, no, gross. How do we file? I love these guys, though. You, do, you love them. Love them. Yeah. I love it. Perfectly understandable. Perfectly I've duplicated understandable. it and I've filed it twice. Yeah. Love it. All right, secret number three. I've had an overdue DVD of the movie <laughs> 8 Mile since around 2003 and have not paid any late fees. Oh. I also don't know where to return it because Blockbuster Video doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Eight Mile's one of the great movies. Eight Mile, it's so yeah. hilarious. I mean, frame it. It's so funny. We were talking about this last we night. We were. Blockbuster Video. And last how it knew, existed for a period. Last I knew there was one blockbuster left in the world. Can you Google it, Matthew? I, but this is, I think, back when I was on radio, we, mm. we were laughing about there was like one blockbuster shop left in the world somewhere in America. So mm. maybe you can post it back if that's still open. <laughs> oh, that's such a hilarious movie to still have. Yeah. Yeah, there's one um, in <laughs> Bend, Oregon. <laughs> there you go. And is it, does it look like it's still functioning or is it? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it is, yeah. There you uh, go. Isn't that funny? I mean, now it's probably, it's just there for, for jokes. Did I ever tell you about that, that guy I lived with, the dentist, who got a video stuck in his VCR? No. So well, a million years ago when I was like, living in a share house in Brisbane, we're all sitting around one night watching telly and there was me and I think two other girls and we just had like two rooms free. It was one of those huge Queenslanders. And we put an ad up at uni and we ended up with these two dental students <laughs> who came to live with us. They were so straight, but they were really funny. And one of them was called Pat. So we were all sitting around watching TV. In fact, the two boys were studying madly and we never studied. So we get a knock at the door. It's two police. Right. And then they ask for Pat. And we're like, what the fuck? Are you, are you sure? Pat? And they were like, yes, please. But Mr. Patrick so and live here? We went, yeah. Okay. So we go, we go, Pat, the cops are here. And they want to talk to you, man. And he was like, he came out all serious in his glasses and, and his jeans that were just like a bit short on his ankle, you know, hilarious. <laughs> and he goes to the front door to talk to the cops. This is his house in Indrapilly. And um, the video shop had called the cops on Pat. Wow. Because he had, he'd accumulated such a late fee on a video. <laughs> it was like thousands of dollars. <laughs> and and so they, they tracked him down. Yeah, around. they tracked him down to our house. This is like, the, he'd moved twice since he rented wow. this video. And he had it in his VCR, and the VCR had blown a fuse, and he couldn't get, get it, it out. out. <laughs> Isn't wow. that ridiculous? That's how busy the coppers were that night. Do they have to unscrew the, like, take it back? Or, what they, think, or just give the whole like, VCR I back? I think he or? gave them the whole VCR. <laughs> he was so panic-stricken because he was oh. such a straighty 180. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. This is what he did. He opened it up and showed them, you know, oh. how you can flick up the flick the panel yeah, up. Yeah, there it is in there. <laughs> There's Oh Heavenly Dog or whatever the movie wow. was. was Gee whiz. How do we file the uh, oh. the eight mile fan? I mean, good luck, you fucked. I just only because we haven't put one in there in ages. It's looking a bit sad that file. 
would uh, eight mile. Would, so can that company technically still ask for that late fee, even though it's closed down? Oh, Blockbuster isn't that Video. Funny, but it hasn't. I mean, it still has. So yeah, could they still actually has chase people and an say, outlet in Oregon? Maybe that's what it's for. Maybe yeah, it's, just to, yeah. for late fees. That's just head office, just chasing us all down for our <laughs> eight bucks a day or whatever yeah. it is that we owe them. No, it seems oh, like right. a real institution. I just saw they've got an Instagram page. It's got eighty k followers. Ooh. So it's a whole. Oh, it's, it's official. It's a whole yeah. thing. What, what are they putting on their Instagram account? I think well, the latest one was like Halloween stuff. Like I think it's a place where like these are the movies. Go. This is the Halloween there section. Was, there was yeah, a video or like it's like a dress up day or something. Oh, with the staff. Yeah, yeah. So the staff work. <laughs> oh yeah, still. it's a whole thing. There was a video shop here in Melbourne. There's a couple. Well, of- there's record stores. Yeah. Still, right, which are really like cool and there's a novelty to them. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a couple here. I think there's one in Elston mm. Week or something here. Oh, Richmond. There you go. There's one in Richmond. There's those. You mm. know, again, they're, they're guys who actually probably look like my mate Pat would look now. Totally. Really Collecting DVDs. Nerdy old dudes in, yeah. in brown pullovers. Mm. Just going, yes, I'm, I'm, I've got a, a video shop with just the classics, just the classic films. Dr. Yeah. Vargo's over there. Like and the comic kind of guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they know did, all did, of their customers by name <laughs> and just, just know them very well, know each other very well. Were you ever into a guy that collected comics? No. Yeah. No, I was not. Were you? That was a genre. No, yeah, but that, that was definitely a genre of bloke, wasn't it? Oh, like, geez. Only blokes, actually. Yeah. You never saw uh, women really getting into the comic book. I'm sure there are Were? women. Yeah, because whenever I see those conventions on TV or whatever, oh, yeah, there's, like, there's always one or two mm. ladies there with a boyfriend, you know. Yeah, dressed up as Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like 60,000 jealous nerds that he's got a girl. Yeah. Uh, This is (laughs) 60,000. Jealous nerds. Oh, the the testosterone. You can smell it. Totally. Yeah. Uh, This is the uh, the final secret for today. Hi, Michelle. I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you. my secret is that I really dislike my mother. I think I might actually hate her. I don't know. I just genuinely don't think she's a good person. She is extremely manipulative and she does some really hurtful shit. She just gives me the ick and is very controlling. Yes, very manipulative. And I just feel like we would, in some ways, be better off without her in our lives. It's pretty hard to share, actually. I've never said that out loud. But there you go. That's my secret. Yeah. We talked about this a few weeks ago, didn't we, in the context of Christmas. Um, Basically, it was this. It was like, yeah, you know, sometimes people, you're related to people who you don't like and you don't want to see and you just don't want to be around. And I think that's okay and I don't think you should have to be around them. I think it shocks people though. Like when she says that. Of course. Even we go, ooh. Like you, but the thing is we're not there to um, understand that scenario or what goes on. Yeah. Right? So when someone says, I don't love my mum, your initial reaction is also to always go, oh, what's wrong with you? Well, right? Don't you think? No. Like you always kind of think, oh, it's a bit weird. No, I just think most people, I think there's a lot of people that who don't. think that mm. but – it's hard to say mm. and it's hard to accept. I think there's a lot of people who couldn't bring themselves to accept that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who go through the motions, mm. especially at things like Christmas, who will 
go for the next couple of weeks into the lead up of just feeling beside themselves with increasing anxiety and upset and they'll try and do everything they can to avoid it. Maybe they'll drink more, eat more, Mm. do all of those things we do to self-medicate, to cover up, to cope. Especially if the mother is manipulative as well. Yeah. Like she, she's prepared for, okay, I know mum's going to say something. Right. That's just going to get under my skin. And particularly when it's your mum because that's the oldest relationship you've got in your life. So you've mm. probably, you've built up patterns between the two of you since the day you were born. Yeah. So you just fall back into those patterns. Mm. She'll say something, I'll cope with it the way I always have, the way I've learnt to cope with it. Mm. I might just go into my shell. I might cry and scream I might you know I'll, we'll we'll do the dance that mm. we always do mm. and most of us I think just do that just spend our whole lives just doing the dance even though it's so self-destructive and destructive to other people and stuff I think very few people get to the point this person is at where they can actually say hang on a minute I don't like her I feel like shit when I'm around her mm. I, I just don't like her I don't mm. think she's a good person yeah so then the next step from there is Take I'm a step not back. gonna be around her or limit that. the amount of time. Yes, right? if you, if it if it's still we're gonna play on your mind yes. that you know you can't just delete her out of your life. Yes, yeah, so change the way you interact. Yeah. Maybe change the dance. Yeah, refuse to do your part of the dance. Mm. Um, you know, it, yeah, maybe it is that thing of. Oh, God, I hate Christmas because she demands that we go there all day or go and stay there for the week. Mm. Well, hang on a minute. No, you don't have to do Yeah. Maybe you go for two hours. Yeah, at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, change. Control the day Control the controllable. Control your part of it. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't just fall into the same patterns. Mm. Because you, in the back of your mind you're thinking, oh, but what will happen if I say no? Nothing. It'll be fine. Yeah, nothing happens. They just get the shits and... Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. No, I'm not doing that, Mum. No. (gasps) What do you mean? I mean, I'm not doing it. But also, do you need to say, no, I'm not doing it? Do you just need to do the action, which is not do it? Well, this it depends, you know. Do you need to have the discussion? It depends. Like, maybe it's like, I'm, you know, no, I'm not doing the whole day, Mum. What do you mean? We always do the champagne breakfast followed by the fucking walk up the hill and then we always do lunch and then we always do, you Mm. know, maybe she's got all these traditions and you go, I'm coming for lunch Mm. and that's it. Mm. You know, maybe it requires notice or maybe you're right. Maybe it's just you you telling yourself, I am not going to react when she comments on my weight. Or maybe you tell yourself, I am going to react when she comments on my weight. Mm. When she says, you look like you've gained some weight. I'm going to say to her, Mum, I don't want you ever to comment on my weight again. I don't ever want to have this conversation with you again. Like whatever it is, whatever Mm. the usual dance is that you're panicking about right now, dreading, staying awake at night about, commit to changing it. What about with – okay, let's go with that weight scenario. Yeah, so common. Right. Is it? So common. With mothers, is it? Yes. Okay, so mothers and daughters. And sons. So the question is about about weight. Mm. Instead of saying, don't comment on my weight, is it a a good idea to say back to her, why do you feel the need to discuss my weight? So you're kind of putting it back to her to kind of really think about her action rather than, do you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Where if if you're- I mean, I get that, but then I think to myself sometimes, I don't know, personally, I don't want to have that conversation. Like, I can't be bothered. You just want to shut it down. I just want it to stop. Yeah. I just am thinking about myself. I'm just being Mm. selfish and saying- I don't want, I just want that to stop. 
I don't, and this does, does not happen between my mum and I, so this isn't a personal thing, but I know it's a very common, I'm actually thinking about a podcast I heard recently where a man was talking about the fact that his mum has always mm. been obsessed with his weight and like pinches his sides and mm. all this shit. And, and he had to say to her one day, I just don't want you to ever talk about my weight again. Mm. Oh, but I don't. Oh, but I, I think it's because I care about you. Oh, but and it was like, no, because I don't want to hear your excuses or your bullshit reasoning. You're fucked up thinking about weight. Stop putting it on me. He didn't say all this to her, but this was his thinking. It was like, I don't want to have the conversation with her because it's stupid. Mm. Her ideas about weight and all that have, have affected me badly enough. I just want it to stop. So I've just mm. said to her, no, mm. no more conversation, you know. Mm. But um, I know other couples where it's when are you going to have a baby? Oh, yeah. Or when are you going to yep. have another baby? Mm-hmm. And they are having fertility struggles. Sure. Right? They're yeah. not going to fucking tell everyone about it. Mm. But I actually find people now, because Yulia and I don't have kids, I mm. find people go to ask. And it's what's really nice now is that you, you can even feel that they feel like they're fucked it up a bit sometimes yeah. now. Like they'll say, you guys think I'm having... And then they kind of just quickly meander the conversation off. Yeah. Because you can tell that they're thinking, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have, fuck, I should yeah. not have asked that question. We don't know. Which I still... I don't care. I'm like, we're not going through any yeah. fertility right now. But if I was, But maybe it's good we, for people yeah. to think that oh, through yeah. and go, oh, no, hang, hang on. on. that was wrong. Should I shouldn't have asked that. never ask people yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So there's lots of issues that, for whatever reason, you know, there's lots of hot buttons but it, look it might not be a mum it very easily could be a dad or a brother or an uncle or yeah. an auntie or a nan or yeah, yeah. there's someone in your life that you're related to and don't like just because you're related doesn't mean you have to have them in your life mm. it's that's a privilege mm. being in your life is a privilege mm. you don't owe it to anyone if someone doesn't deserve it and mm. if they treat you badly don't mm. let them in your life. All right. Well, uh, how do we file? Perfectly understandable. And but really clearly want to say that. Perfectly understandable. But also, look, you really, for you to be able to accept that and admit it to yourself, I think you're very evolved. I think a lot of people don't like a person in their family but can't even accept it and say it to themselves. Mm. Good for you. Good on you. All right. If you've got a secret and you want to share it with Michelle, go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page at Michelle underscore Laurie. 
Just one of those things that ha- just happens all the time. Flubbers? Flubbers? Flubbers. Yeah, just Australian. Just Australian. Flubbers. So it's like a point system. Because I do not have flubbers. Mm. Um, my ex has flubbers. Mm. And uh, it's one of those things that I think is super stupid. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Super stupid. Super stupid. And I what know is the benefit? That, oh, fuck. To fly somewhere for free? I doubt very – this is one of the hilarious we'll things about flybys is I don't think it's about flying anywhere. But anyway, I'm about to look at the catalogue. But he's got flybys. Flybys. And um, he, he – all I know is that his flybys card is attached to my, like, Coles online shopping. So every time I shop online, he gets flybys points. And, and I've tried like hell to get Claim rid of it. Them. No, get oh, rid of right. it. <laughs> to cut him off. <laughs> and um, – I can't, I can't figure out how to do it. But anyway, I, I just that reminds me all the time. I'm going, oh, that prick's getting flybys for my bloody washing powder. And I mm. don't want it to happen. Mm. But um, I, I was thinking, is that still a thing? But yeah, flubbers, you got flubbers, you got flubbers. Mm. Yeah, you still get asked. Every now and most people say no, but every now and then I'll be there and some old duck in front of me will go, oh, yes, this is, excuse me, did you get my flybys? Did you get my flybys? Did yeah. you get? And she'll pull out her rifling through her big fat. Wallet with all totally. of her cards in there, yeah. and her bloody coffee card with all the punches, oh, you know, yeah. holes punched in it. Yeah, and then and she'll and her RSL card and everything. She'll rifle around and she'll pull out her flybys and zip. Yeah. And I think, what are you saving up for, mate? Like, what are you? What what's the what's the goal? <laughs> what's the dream? Re flybys. Mm. And uh, so I'm having a look here at redeeming your points. Oh, well, Simon. Forks and knives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, but not even nice ones. And they're just the ones that you can get in Woolies. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when they're, they're standing there rifling around in their fucking handbag <laughs> looking for their flybys points, I think, I'll give you five bucks. Just yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Can I just buy my shit? I mean, oh, Hello. What's that? Well, it's only an essence candle, an essential oil burner. For 9,626 points. Thank you. I've got to go to Woolworths for a year Thank to get you. a candle. Thank you. What about this Marimekko Putelli candle holder? 20,000 points. You don't even get a candle with it. It's, it's a, a rort. A rort. That's the other thing. People can do the sign up. Okay, how, how much is a Smeg toaster? Because I would like a Smeg toaster. Well, it's only 50,000 points. Okay. <laughs> So if I start now, I reckon I can get a speed toaster by 2030. How many points? Yeah, like how many points do you get? Because I, I don't think you get many points for going to the shop. No, well, you'd get the, the dollar value. I don't so reckon like you do. It's, it's, it's like a dollar for a point, right? So I'm going to spend $50,000 at Tolls. <laughs> <laughs> I can have a, a, a fucking to- toaster. And it's only a two slicer. Far out. Mate, it's a two slicer. That is bullshit, isn't it? I've got to spend over 30 grand at Coles <laughs> before I can have a Breville. <laughs> a fucking Breville maker. Well, the idea of oh. the word flyby is in your mind, Flybys? you're thinking I'm going to be flying somewhere like Fiji right. and upgrading oh. to business class. Now, if you can only rot. get a Smeg toaster for 50,000 oh, points, how much does it cost <laughs> to upgrade your fucking seat? How much bread have I got to buy before I can go to Fiji, do you reckon? How much is the Weber, by the way? The that Weber. Weber look- <laughs> <laughs> it's only 138000 <laughs> Like, oh my god! Oh, this is brilliant. Who's spending one hundred thirty-eight thousand dollars and then thinking I've won? Flubbers. I've won with the Weber. <laughs> oh I got them back. <laughs> I really yeah. <gasps> Take that, Coles. Look at those paddles. What are they for? Sunny Life bamboo paddles for playing some kind of. 
ping pong, <laughs> but without the table. That's, I guess, separate. For well, 23,000 points, yeah. you can get a, the bats and two mm. balls. Fuck knows how much you have to spend at Coles to get a table. Totally. Well, we fell for the ones where the banks say if you get this credit card, you get 80,000 points oh, with Qantas yes. or whatever, right? What a joke. What a fucking joke uh, that is. Because, and we um, we did it at the time that we were doing a renovation. So we we're like, we're going to spend a lot right of cash babe. here. We're going to buy everything on the credit card and get those points up. Babe, when yeah. it turned out that we actually went to go and use the points because we we're going overseas, yeah. it got us nowhere. Nowhere. And the only time that we actually got to, because I was like, oh, we're fucking using these points. <laughs> we'll fly whatever day they we're, work. We're going somewhere. Yeah. We went from the Gold Coast to Cairns. <laughs> <laughs> Just to use the points. That's hilarious. Because we wanted to make That's sure That's like that- a $60 flight. Fuck, not That's even. Hilarious. Sometimes they do like $8 <laughs> specials. That's just because they got to get the plane back. <laughs> They're like, does anyone want to come? We've just got to get this rig back to Brisbane. If anyone wants to come, like, like fuck. It's, don't do it. Don't, don't do it, guys. It. It's bullshit. Don't. And also go on the website and see what you can actually get. Yeah. How much work you've got and to do. And the other thing with those ones, with the credit card ones, is the minute you've got it, they halve the value of the points. Remember how they do that? They go, oh, it's dollar for dollar. Yeah. You go, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then three months later, they go, ah, oh, we changed it. Yeah. Now it's half that or it's a third of that. And suddenly you're working your guts out to get a point. Far out. Oh, my God. Flybys. And really these days, a lounge at an airport as well is not worth it. No. Like what's in there? A salad assholes. bar. Assholes. Assholes are in there. Bar. I keep telling you this. That's the last place I want to sit because that's where all the assholes are. So I'd rather take my chances mm. out in a quiet, you know, you've got to just go and sit at a quiet gate mm. where there's no one. So, so much better. And you're only there for an hour and a half. Right. Have a coffee. You're like, who, who's getting there that how, early that they want to have a full meal? How uncomfortable is your house? Yeah. yeah. If you really, if you really <laughs> want to go and get in that lounge and use that tiny plate, yeah. put a couple of bits of ham and cheese on that. You know, people who go, it's free. I'm just going to go bananas because it's free. Mm. Like, just stay home. Or go to Macca's or the Noodle Box. Oh, I don't. Think anyone's doing noodle box these days? Are they? Are you doing noodle box? I think I forget I'm about it for years on end. Noodle box, yeah, right like now, all the best. Because like... I forget about it for years on end, and then I go, oh noodle yeah, box. noodle box, still a thing. Yeah, there's one at Altona Gate. What are they doing? Like a pad thai? Just a noodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, they do. They do a pad thai. They do a <laughs> a hoiken. Are they doing a hoiken? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they, they do all your noodles. Have not thought of those guys for a long time. <laughs> Boy, we should do Noodle Box today. Do, today? Yeah, let's do Noodle Box a today. A post-show Noodle Box? Yeah, yep, yep. True. We'll Okay. Definitely. There Matthew, noodles? Yeah. yeah. Good boy. All righty. Well, that is it for today's uh, episode. Noodlebox could sponsor the podcast. Oh, guys, you are welcome. <laughs> Noodlebox. This is a free the shout The good out. people. Yeah, well, we had a free box, do you think? <laughs> don't know. Anyway. That they is are it. kidding themselves if we don't get a free noodle box out of this. <laughs> they are cracking jokes. I right. <laughs> oh, mean, come on. <laughs> uh, that is it for today's episode. Of course, if you've got a secret and you want to share it with Michelle, go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page at Michelle underscore Laurie. Uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? 
we wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.